You know what I like is when a guy plays 10 years in the league and then goes on and stays within the game and is still well-regarded. Mama going to call him Craig. I'm going to call him Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Better known as Speedy Claxton is sitting alongside. I haven't heard that name in a long time. (laughs) One one of the uh, the Warriors scouts. And draft day, a big day for a scout. I mean, you know, it's been a year since you started looking at all these guys and and flying to, you know, various college things and Chicago workouts and interviews and this and that. You put in your input and then up the food chain, GMs and stuff make the picks. But what's it like for a scout on draft day? That was a fun time. Uh, you know, you get to see all these kids that you, you've watched throughout the year and get to see where they go in the draft and see how, see how well they do when they start playing. But it's also one where if you're really selling a guy, and he's the guy. If he pans out, you walk around with your chest oh, out yeah, for about definitely. five years. Like, I told you Clay Thompson could shoot. But if you miss on a guy, it's like, yeah, I never really liked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you, you, you usually have amnesia when you miss on a guy. <laughs> hey, can you give us an idea of how do you go about scouting a player? What, what do you look for? Because everybody who's listening is a basketball fan and we know when a guy is good but it's it goes a little bit deeper than that what when you are at a camp or whatever what do you look for well i first off i started out looking for to see if he got a good basketball iq to see if he could if he got a good feel for the game and then you gotta look to see if he could shoot if he could pass how long how well he get along with his teammates i mean all that stuff come into play you know the there's if you're doing the hundred percent you hear 60-70% games, 5-10% what his coach says, opponent coaches, interview, the measurables, height, weight, reach, wingspan, health, then then these individual workouts. But individual workouts get all this play, and it's you might have a guy who can't shoot come out at 20 jumpers. I mean, tell people yeah, how I use Yeah, I usually don't put a lot of stock in the individual workouts. I kind of like to look at that over, overall body of work, what they did throughout the year. Because uh, like you said, if you, come into, if you come into a workout, you might have a hot day. Yeah. You might have a bad day. And so I, I really don't put too much stock in the individual workouts. What, what about the interviews in terms of actually, you know, the agents prep a kid. It's like, oh, well, you know, normally I take care of puppies in my off time, you know, and I'd be great here. But 5, 10, 15 minutes into the interview, you find out, yeah, what are the clubs like in that town? And you're like, wait a minute, we better be careful with this kid. Interviews when you're talking to GMs, you know, you got Bob Myers and Larry Riley and Jerry West. A feel for a kid. I think that matters when, you, when you know, San Antonio definitely has a type of kid that they want to get. Oh, yeah. Oklahoma City has a type of kid they want to get. Is that the successful teams, they're looking for things, you know, on how a person interacts with them. Oh, yeah, definitely. The interview process is huge. I mean, you could, you could take a lot from the interview. You could see how well the kid could talk. Uh, you get to see what, you can see what kind of kid he's going to be. Like you said, if he likes to go out. Uh, you, you'll be you'll be surprised. Sometimes the kids will ask you about the nightlife, <laughs> and you're like, "What? Like, are you serious?" But uh, you can tell a lot from the interview process because, like you said, you you do want to to bring in some good character guys. Speedy Claxton, Warriors uh, scout, joining us here on the Fitz and Brooks Show. We're live at the Warriors facility. We were talking during the break about this draft, and it's amazing how many times your face lit up when we would throw various names at you. You don't have to tell us what you said or get deep into it, but in terms of this draft, you like a lot of guys, and, and a lot of guys that can help the Warriors 
right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think this draft is stockpiled with a lot of talent. I mean, you could get some good players probably up until the 40th pick. Wow. Uh, you might not. You might not. There's probably there's not too many superstars in this draft, but you'll get a, you'll get a lot of good role players that'll that'll be in the league for a long time. I think. And see, to me, that's exactly what this team needs. You get some role players. The good players you already have right now will turn into superstars. Steph Curry, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be an All Star sooner rather than later. Andrew Bogut, if he's healthy, he's going to be an All Star sooner rather than later. All Stars hopefully turn into superstars. Role players are what you guys need right now. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, like you said, those guys are great players, and hopefully Steph can have a healthy year for us. And you know, Bogut will come back healthy and be a big part of the season. Uh, David Lee had a great year, so we do. We we do. You know, Clay Thompson had an excellent year for a rookie, yeah, and hopefully he he got better this summer. So like you said, we do need some some glue guys, and that could push us over the hump. Speedy, I think the tough thing when you're doing a draft report is everyone wants to do the who's he like, you know that is that's the because I can you know I can feel and touch and taste Dwayne Wade. So Dion Waiters, he's just like Dwayne Wade, you know. It, but but it's unfair. I mean, I remember Harold Miner, he's Baby Jordan, yeah. like oh, uh, yeah. no, you know that, that's not gonna work. How difficult is it? when you have people leaning on a scout saying, well, who does he play like? Who does he remind you of? Where you know the name you may throw out there could either sink a kid or, or have him, you know, raised up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, whenever whenever you're around the draft, there's always comparisons. You always try to say, oh, well, who do he play like? Who do he remind you of? But I try to stay away from that because, like you said, it could, it could kill a kid. So... I, I personally try to stay away from that. and give everybody their own identity. All right, here's so here's here's the Bob Fitzgerald one. I, I've I've had some good drafts in terms of when the Warriors took Diagu. I was doing a show like this at a bar saying they have to take Danny Granger, and then when they took Diagu and David Stern said Ike is not here, and since the league invites the top 15 yeah. prospects and you're picking eighth, you need to, if you're not taking someone in the green man. room, that's a bad deal. He had a previous engagement. Yeah, well, <laughs> Ike is not here, and Ike is no longer in the league. Patrick O'Brien was right behind him. So, but Harrison Barnes is a player I like because I think the you need a definable NBA skill. Clay Thompson can shoot. Steph Curry can shoot. Harrison Barnes, his definable skill is the guy can shoot. He reminds me of a prototypical small forward. You saw him. Where, where, give me a Harrison Barnes little thumbnail. Oh, Harrison, like you said, he, he's a definitely capable shooter. Uh, probably needs to, to work on his off-the-dribble moves, get into the basket. But, uh you know, he's a good player, and wherever he wind up, I'm sure he'll be in the league for a number of years. Give us the Oakland kid, Damon Lillard, who's, you know, he's been on KMBR. Weber State, people are like, Weber State? What did you, you know, everyone I've talked to, best point guard in the draft. I mean, like, there's no argument. You can get arguments on, hey, I like Zeller, I like Myers Leonard, I like Drummond, he's yeah. a project, whatever. But best point guard, Damon Lillard. If you're yeah. a point guard, what do you think of him? Uh, good player. Uh, you know, come from a small school. So, you know, I'm happy about that. I, I, I always like to see these kids from the small schools do good, uh, do well. But he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an interesting talent, can really shoot the ball, uh, can really get into the lane, good scorer. And uh, just like Harrison Barnes, whoever ends up with him, I think they'll be happy to get him. You know, I look at small forwards, so I've been focusing, but Terrence Ross is my other guy. I, he might be a shooting guard because he's 6'6 or whatever. But, you know, Washington State, I didn't see a lot of Clay Thompson, but people I talked to said, you know, Definitely worth it at 11. What did you see Terrence Ross out of Washington? Oh, man. Terrence Ross is a terrific, terrific, terrific athlete. Uh, 
Good, great rebounder from the guard position. Uh, actually, a good shot blocker also. Wow. You know, he can really get after it on the defensive end. Uh, kind of like a Harrison Barnes needs to work on his his creating off the dribble. But uh, he's, he's going to be a good player too. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of guys are sleeping on him at this point, but he he'll, 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 I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to be a good player in a couple years. We're picking the uh, basketball brain of Speedy Claxton, Warrior Scout, joining us here on the Fitz and Brooks Show. We were talking about Andre Drummond a little while ago. It's, it's one of those things where you can see that he has talent, but he's a couple, three, four years away. But, man, it's hard. is it hard to pass up on a guy like that? Or, or do you look at your team and go, he, he'd be a luxury, and we don't have that, the, the ability to, to, to want that luxury? He's, he's, he's hard to pass up on, but he's not hard to pass up on. Right, right, <laughs> right. You know, he knows people pick Sam Bowie. I mean, and, you know, people picked. Greg Oden over KD. So, I mean, sometimes it pans out and sometimes it don't. Uh, he's a couple years away, but he's an extraordinary talent. Right. Great athlete, could get up and down the floor, but he's a little raw offensively and defensively at this point. Uh, he's going to need some coaching. Okay, so it's interesting. I would expect for him to be raw offensively, but to be raw defensively, I mean, because that, cause that's where you would think where he would be able to help you in, in limited minutes right well, now. When I say, he can get on the floor. When I say raw defensively, I mean he he's kind of out of position sometimes. He's a, he might be a good shot blocker on the ball and okay. off the ball, okay. but positionally-wise, he's sometimes out of position. Okay, gotcha. When a guy shoots 29% from the foul line, is he, like, drop-kicking the ball towards the rim? <laughs> or, I mean, what, if he was drop-kicking, he'd I mean, be hitting 40. It's like, it's, how, how is that even humanly possible? Because when, when you got those big, huge hands – it's hard to shoot a basketball. That, that'll be just like me and you trying to shoot a tennis ball in the rim. Uh, it's it's tough. I mean, the small the small the small the ball feels on your hands, the harder the shot is gonna be. So I can't. I mean, I can't totally blame him. But he should he should be he should be better than twenty nine percent. Wait, when you're filling out a scouting report, Drummond's you know six ten, awesome, two seventy, awesome, eighteen. I know he's a nice kid from Jamaica. The whole bit. I've seen a whole thing on him. Great kid. You know, tough. I know he's fast for a seven footer. Oh, also, yeah. he got some he got some yeah. good attributes. You know, when you get to free throw shooting, you do just put like a you draw a little picture with a guy with his eyes closed, <laughs> or, or like a like a blindfold no, on. He's I mean. just right. Needs work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he he needs work. I mean, but when you draft a guy like that, you you, you already know that, and you're, right. you're kind of planning for the future when you take somebody like him. I, I should just tell you on Speedy Sing when he gets free throw, he says, "Oh Lord." <laughs> 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 that's, that's all it says. Uh, how are you liking doing this? I mean, you know, I think of the organizations you were with, with San Antonio and the Warriors and bopping over to Atlanta and stuff. Um, did you always want to, you know, stay in the game? And, you know, people, they get into coaching, scouting. Some guys go be agents. I mean, how's no, this is this you? is definitely something I, I wanted to do once I finished playing. Uh, I love college basketball, so I was like, that would be pretty cool to go to all these gyms that, I wasn't actually able to p- go to when I played because, uh, you know, I went to a small school in Hofstra. So we didn't, I never got to go to the North Carolinas and the Dukes. So I thought it would be pretty cool to uh, to be a college scout and go in to see some of these arenas. Now, you know what, man? That's cool. I mean, you, you made it to the NBA from Hofstra. So you, you got to play in the biggest, baddest gyms on the planet. Yet that thought of, boy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going to Chapel Hill or to oh, Duke yeah. or to Pauley, and if I can do it, stay in the NBA, be a scout. I mean, that's, that's, I never would have thought that was part of your, 
your your way of thinking in terms of getting back into this thing, oh, just yeah, to kind of see the sights. Yeah, definitely. I mean, not just only see the sights, but I, I like I, I like watching college basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like I know I, I think I have a good judge of talent, so I was like, this could this could probably be a good opportunity for me. Okay, so help me out here because I want to like college basketball more, and and, and the reason I say that because I watch a ton of NBA. When I go from an NBA game to a college game, and I know they're different. But sometimes it's hard for me to watch a college game just because the skills aren't there, especially offensively. It, is, is that just me, or do you think the game is kind of going through a transition, or, or, or is the game fine and you just have to appreciate it for what it is? No, I think the game is going through a transition. Uh, I don't think kids are talented as they, as they were back in the days. Uh, you know, it's, a lot of guys play off their athleticism right now. Yeah. They don't really know how to play the game yeah. the right way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, th- I think it's affecting the game. I mean, guys who's coaching on the younger level, I think they got to do a better job at teaching teaching these guys how to, knowing how to play. Mm-hmm. Hey, Speedy, thanks for stopping by. Uh, you obviously laid down in the middle of the war room to get Charles Jenkins drafted last year. <laughs> like, I yeah. tell you, he's the best player out of Hofstra since Speedy Claxton. <laughs> That's it. we got to get him in the second round. Uh, I love CJ to death. I, I think he. Nah, I think CJ, he, CJ will be a good player that, in this league. I think he really. I think he already is. You know, it's from a. He was the first guy to practice and the first guy to every game last year, without that's a, that's, fail. That's, that's a good thing for a young I mean, guy. He, you know, that's it, that Hofstra thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, if they tested his body fat, he went body fat. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I told him if he failed, they're gonna fire me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speedy Claxton still gainfully employed. <laughs> Charles Jenkins, year two coming up. But hey, thanks for stopping by, man. Good no to problem. See you thanks again. for having me, guys. All right.